When a body with mysterious injuries appears on top of a pile of coal, nobody knows what to make of the bizarre crime scene. But one police officer believes that the murderer was from outer space. And then we take a look at the conspiracy theory. Is Robert Downey Jr. Chaplin, Iron Man, and then as he did something <laughs> He made more than those two movies. Robert Downey Jr., is he actually leading a secret crusade? to bring down Hollywood's pedophile elite today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great day too. I hope you guys had an awesome weekend. We got a ton of stuff to cover, so we're going to slide right into this first off. Coming into Dead Rabbit Command right now is our newest Patreon supporter, Diego Cubo. Everyone give a round of applause to good, good old Diego. Give, give him a little tickle, tickle his belly. Diego, we're going to... He's like, what? I didn't know this was something that happened now with Patreons. Just for you, Diego. Diego, you're going to be our captain, our pilot this episode. If you guys can't support the Patreon, I totally understand. Just help spread the word about the show. Really, really helps out a lot. Diego, I'm going to go ahead and toss you the keys to the Jason Jet. We're going to leave behind Dead Rabbit Command. We're going to fly through the friendly skies, headed out to merry old England. Diego's flying us around in the Jason jet. I've had this weird thing recently where I wanted to learn how to fly a helicopter. I don't know where it came from. Um, I'm, assu- I'm assuming too many zombie movies, but I've been watching YouTube videos of like, how much would it cost to have a, a setup, like a helicopter? <laughs> how much would it cost to have a helicopter simulator setup? The price? $200,000. I think an actual helicopter is cheaper than that. They don't even have helicopters in Microsoft Flight Simulator. I want to get in the cockpit of a whirlybird and just fly away. The rest of humanity is being devoured by zombies. I have this weird... I Not only do I have this... It just happened. It just started like a month or two ago. I thought, yeah, I really like to learn how to fly a helicopter. The man who can barely ride a bike. I think a helicopter would be easier, honestly, than riding a bike. Everyone's shaking their head right now. They're like, Jason, please. Please do not try to fly a helicopter. I think I'd do fine. But anyways, until then, Diego is flying us around in the Jason jet. He's taking us out to Tingley. That's in West Yorkshire, England. And I got this recommended to me by Hoots Cheech from the Patreon Discord. So thank you so much, Hoots. Really, really appreciate it. It's June 6th, 1980. It's 3.30 p.m. And there's a local miner job, not age, named Zygmunt Adamansky. He's a 56-year-old dude, and he's like, I, governor, I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy some stuff at the local store. People are like, okay, why, why do you have to announce that to us? You you are an adult, so you can go out. Zygmunt leaves his house. He's, he's like, can I cross the street, mall? They're like, yes, you're an adult. You can do what you want. Zygmunt is walking down the street, and then he doesn't come home. A couple hours pass, he doesn't come home. And the family calls the cops, the cops begin investigating. They can't find Zygmunt anywhere. Five days later, and 20 miles away in the town of Todd Morden, Zygmunt is found dead. And the way his body's positioned is really sets off a whole string of questions. He's on a pile of coal. 
So first question, first question is that doesn't look relaxing. Why is that dead man up there? Why didn't they let him die in a cot? He's wearing a suit. He's wearing like pants. You go, Jason. I know what a suit is, but hold on. He's wearing pants and a jacket, but no shirt underneath the jacket. He's bare chested underneath the jacket. His watch and his wallet are missing. So you go, oh, must have been theft. Zygmunt. Must have been walking down the street. He obviously had money if he was going to the store. His mom gave him his allowance that day. He's going to the store, and someone clubs him over the head and drives him 20 miles away and then throws him on a pile of coal and then goes away. I forgot. I was supposed to rob this guy and took his watch and his wallet. Robbery, right? The cause of death, heart attack. So you could go, well, you could have a heart attack being robbed. It's very scary. They could have went to go hit him with some brick brack, and he went on and had a heart attack and died. That's possible. But all that stuff is fairly normal. But then we get into the weirder side of the story. He had burns to the back of his head, his neck, and his shoulders. So people are like, well, we've heard of heart attacks, and we've heard of getting robbed. But generally, those don't cause you to have burns. Now, it says burns. We don't know if they're radiation burns and the skin's all bubbly. We don't know if they're like fire burns. We don't know if it's a sunburn. We don't know the extent of it. It just keeps using the word burns. But still, normally when you're normally when you're being mugged, they're not like, okay, now let's walk around. It's a nice sunny day. Let's get a bunch of witnesses and take your shirt off, by the way. He also had this weird salve on his neck, some weird ointment. And you're like, that might be for his sunburn or for his horrible, horrible radiation burns. You can go to Rite Aid and get some radiation away. No, they don't know what it was. They ran tests on it. They don't know what this ointment was on the back of his neck. And lastly, I have this in my notes, so I'm going to include it. I don't know if it's a clue or if it's just a weird thing. His clothes were in good condition. He was wearing nice clothing. So his clothing wasn't burned. It was just on him. So you're looking at this crime scene and you go, robbery, wallet, and watch is missing. But wait a second. Heart attack, you can have a heart attack during robberies. It happens. It happens quite a lot, actually. But who burned him? What is going on? Why is he in the middle of nowhere? How did he get 20 miles away? Where was he at for the past five days? And oddly enough, they noticed he was gone for five days, but he only had enough beard growth for one day. So the cops are looking at this whole scene, and of course the conspiracy theories start to pop up. You have some police saying that it's murder, some police saying that it might have been an accident. He might have just left his house and then was like hanging out of the coal pile and had a heart attack. Some people thought, though, more exotically. One of the theories was ball lightning coming through. And he's like, ah, and he sees the ball lightning and then he gets electrocuted. And then he kind of falls down on the coal pile. That doesn't explain how he got all the way out there. Again, maybe he just ran away. The ball lightning's chasing him the whole way. He's like, oh, I'm so tired of walking. So he's all taking time to shave. He's like, oh, I better shave. I better shave. The ball lightning's all knocking on the door of the hotel. He's like, ah. And he does this for five days. And on the last day, he's like, I'm not shaving. And then the ball lightning catches up to him. But... All of these are, the ball lightning is actually one of the main theories. I don't know how they explain the 20 mile five days away, but some people believe, and this is obvious, aliens. Aliens abducted this dude. Because we have issues of a guy disappearing, appearing far away, different time periods. 
mysterious burns and an ointment that can't be described on Earth. It's, it's RV secret sauce. And to make it even more of a mystery, one of the police officers investigating the death of Zygmunt was named Alan Godfrey. And five months later, he himself gets abducted. He sees a bright light. Ugh. And the next thing he knows, he's in a room with two tiny people and a tall man with a beard standing over him. Then he realized he had 25 minutes of missing time. His boot was split, and then he had a little red mark on his foot. So the idea was that it was an implant. And Alan Godfrey ended up writing a book called... Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the book is called. Don't read it. It's fake. It's fake. I'm not saying that. He said that. Alan Godfrey, when he turned 70, came out and said, Oh, I never got abducted by aliens. I made it up. It was a dream. He said it was a dream. He goes, but I never got abducted by aliens. I never, ever got abducted by aliens. So that's a real interesting wrinkle to the... He's admitted that it was a hoax, and he wrote this book about his story and the story of Travis Walton, which if you're... I haven't covered it on the podcast yet. Travis Walton, Fire in the Sky, they made that movie based on him. His story is unraveling. Travis Walton's story is unraveling quicker than a cat playing with a toilet paper roll. It's nuts. Like, I haven't covered it yet because I'm waiting to see how it ends, but all like a bunch of his witnesses are coming forward and said he totally made it up. I have a friend who met him, actually. She was doing a paper, and she went and talked to him. She said he was quite the character, but his story's unraveling really quickly. But Alan Godfrey admits that his story was fake. He wasn't abducted by aliens. And what makes this weird is that that's fine. It's not fine. You shouldn't commit fraud. But <laughs> Dead Rabbit Radio recommends not committing fraud, but... The story of Zygmunt is a mystery. Like, people don't know what killed this guy. The mystery is still there. And then for the longest time, it was tied to the story of Alan Godfrey. They couldn't tell one without telling the other. And then it turns out that Alan Godfrey was lying. It's an interesting story because the the Zygmunt case is real. It's a real mystery. We don't know what killed this guy. Maybe it was aliens. Maybe it was any other sort of phenomenon. And then someone created a hoax on top of that. And you can't research one really without researching the other. Because they're both so closely tied together. But one's a hoax. One's real. Putting on our conspiracy caps, is there a chance that the hoax was created to draw attention from the real story? I think stuff like that is more more believable than predictive programming where they have to hide stuff in the television shows to let us know what's coming down the pipe. I, that That's so because there's true life events happen on a daily basis. History is happening right now in Afghanistan. And I don't remember seeing the episode of friends when the Taliban came into central perk and, you know, took over. It's like history happens so quickly. You can't predictive program everything, 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 everything. But I think it is much easier to go, this event's real. We want to draw attention from it. Let's get a guy who, for a little bit of fame and a little bit of money, he'll write this book. He will claim this a crazy alien encounter and we obscure the truth. I think that's far more likely than predictive programming because you would need predictive programming for Almost every single... History is made every single day. Major world events are happening every single day somewhere in the world. I wonder how predictive programming factors in Bollywood and Nollywood, which is Nigeria's film company, or all these other huge media groups around the world 
I wonder how how predictive programming factors any of that in. It's the world isn't just Hollywood. But that's actually a great segue for our next story. Diego, I'm gonna go ahead and toss you the keys to the Carpenter Copter. I'm all jealous. I'm like, oh, I want to fly the Carpenter Copter. I'm gonna to toss you the keys to the Carpenter Copter. We are leaving behind England. We are headed out to Hollywood, California. But I don't know, it's during the vacation, I think, or it might have been right before the vacation. There's a Twitter user known as Dream Pillet sent me a list, sent me a very sobering list of men and women who have been executed or are awaiting trial for heinous crimes against humanity. And I hope you will indulge me to read a few names off this list. This list I'm about to read you, at least a dozen good men died bringing this across the enemy lines. So let's have a little bit of respect. Put down that bottle of Gatorade. Put down that bottle of Gatorade and salute right now. Because this is a list of America's, no, the world's enemies. These people that I'm... You, you may go, Jason, That this is all nonsense. What are you talking about? I want to drink my Gatorade. I'm super dehydrated. And what you're telling me is nonsense. But then I turn to you and I say, no, it's not. This is a list of people who have committed some, some sort of unspecified crime against humanity. And therefore, they deserve their judgment. Let's go ahead and take a look at this list. And I want you to be aware while we're reading this list, there are a lot of people who believe who believe this is happening. This is from the same crowd, the Dark Outpost, Real Raw News, this weird version of reality where there's a shadow war going on right now between the good guys and the satanic elite. And the good guys are winning. That's good if it wasn't completely made up. If the story wasn't completely made up, It'd be nice if the good guys were winning somehow, but also I doubt 90% of the people on this list are actually quote-unquote bad guys. I doubt I doubt they're, they're people that you wouldn't even mind being stuck in an elevator with. But here we go. Let's take a look at this list. Um, Adam Sandler was executed. Pink... You know, the, the singer, the uh, the singer Pink, she's she's currently awaiting trial for some crime, probably releasing music. Angelina Jolie, executed. Ashton Kutcher, world-famous Ashton Kutcher, life in prison, which is interesting because most of the people we're going to talk about are executed. I don't know how Ashton Kutcher just got life in prison. And you go, Jason, I don't think I know why Adam Sandler was executed. Apparently this list came from the same type of groups that believe that we've talked about him a lot on real raw news uh recently tom hanks was taken to gitmo and he was or some other base i forgot the name of it and they execute and i i left this out of the episode i thought it was too grim i thought it was too grim on my tom hanks episode tom hanks last words they're executing him for being in my ever-growing quest to get my youtube channel demonetized <laughs> they're executing tom hanks for being part of the satanic worldwide pedophile cabal. And his final words as they were getting ready to give him an injection. Not of adrenochrome. <laughs> They're not rewarding this man. A lethal injection. He said, you cannot stop us. We are everywhere. Which I hope no matter. I hope Tom Hanks lives a, a long healthy life. But no matter what he dies of. I hope that those are his last words. I hope no matter how long he lives or what he dies of. His last words are, you cannot stop us. 
we are everywhere. And everyone's like, what is that in reference to? What, what, what are you talking about, Tom? <sighs> These people, I'm assuming, also belong to some sort of satanic cabal thing. Why Ashton Kutcher is just getting life in prison is interesting. And what's all this list goes on and on. I'm not going to read all of them. I'm just going to read some of them. But we have names like Ben Affleck. He's unfortunately been executed. Great director. And then someone named Beatrix Wilhelma Armguard. It's like, who's that? What movies has she been in? Now, some of these, I'm assuming she's some sort of head of state or something like that. But who is that? I mean, don't put her next to Ben Affleck, right? Because everyone's going to go, oh, Ben Affleck, I love the movie The Town, oh. And then you're like, oh, who's Beatrix? Who's this? Is this the woman who wrote those books about bunnies? Britney Spears, Life in Prison, which is not, which is really not any different than what she has now, but at least she has survived, ex- like, they're not going to kill her, right? Unlike my biggest crush, like, obviously, Britney Spears is my future wife, I used to have the biggest... I still do. I think she's still fairly attractive. Callista Flockhart. Remember her? You're like, no, Jason, I don't remember her. Callista Flockhart. I had the biggest crush on her. She's been executed for unspecified crimes. Probably not. Probably not picking up the phone when this stalker who created this list called her. Helen Hunt, another childhood crush of mine. Executed. Howie Mandel, if you're a huge fan of Howie Mandel, be assured that he's... Awaiting trial. He hasn't been executed yet. There still is a chance to break him out. Also, Selena Gomez is awaiting trial. So that would kind of be like a cool road trip movie, right? Howie Mandel and Selena Gomez have to break out of Guantanamo Bay for crimes against humanity. And they go on a road trip. They just drive around Cuba and then get caught. And they are both executed because that's what these people want. All of the friends, all of the cast of friends have been executed at this point. Close personal friend of the show, Miley Cyrus. People get pissed off whenever I bring up this story, but Miley Cyrus, rest in peace. She has been, unfortunately, executed at this point, as, as well as Prif Weindog Saimaru, Prime Minister of Wales. Who cares? Miley Cyrus is dead. I don't care about Prif. Robert Downey Jr., executed. Seth Green, Sean Carter, and someone known as... Again, if you're standing next to... You got three people in line. You got Seth Green, you got Sean Carter, who's Jay-Z, and then you got Sylvia Renat Summerlath Gustav, who's the Queen of Sweden. Which one... Who who cares about that person? You got Sean Carter, Jay-Z. He's dope. Seth Green, he was on Buffy. I'm not the biggest Seth Green fan, but, you know, whatever. I don't want to see the man executed. I don't want to see the guy killed. Who in the world is Sylvia Renate Summerlath Gustav? I mean, I know she's the Queen of Sweden, but I could bump into her on an elevator. If she wasn't wearing a giant royal gown, I wouldn't know who she was. You're like, Jason, this isn't a list of people you know. This isn't just a list of famous people. These are people who are being killed for crimes against humanity. Why are you laughing? This is a serious subject, dude. These people have all committed unspecified crimes that have somehow landed Ashton Kutcher and Britney Spears' life in prison, but Tom Cruise executed. One of the best science fiction actors out there. And Taylor Swift is currently under house arrest. So you still have a chance to... Stalkers of the world unite! 
you know where she's at. She's currently being held by unspecified group of freedom fighters, I'm guessing, who are going to hold her into account for not putting out an album as good as 1989 since. Who knows? But anyway, so that is a list. And Vin Diesel's executed as well. But whatever. <laughs> I'm more concerned about Priff and Sylvia than Vin Diesel because I don't believe anyone could kill Vin Diesel. He'll come back. This is this interesting list that Dream Pillet sent me. And I, I've parsed it down. There's probably at least 150 names on there. I picked the ones that were important to me, the ones that I knew, and a, a couple couple ones I didn't to prove a point. But I was reading this list, and I was shedding a tear for my good friend Miley Cyrus, and I was drawing up plans to break Britney Spears out of prison. And then I, as I was going through the list, I go, Robert Downey Jr., well, now I know this is fake. I know this is fake now. Everyone else could have been killed or awaiting trial, but Robert Downey Jr., he would never be one of the bad guys. Ever. This is a really interesting story. I've wanted to cover this one for a long time. I have a feeling I may have mentioned it on a past episode, but I've never done a full breakdown on it. Robert Downey Jr., part of the pedophile cabal that runs Hollywood. False. Absolutely false. In fact, there have been long-running rumors that Robert Downey Jr. is waging a war against the pedophiles in Hollywood. Back in 2012, which is kind of the height of this, on these websites called Blind Items, which I'm a huge fan of. Longtime listeners of the show know I'm a huge fan of celebrity gossip. It's a sickness. I read all about the celebrity gossip. I never talk about it on the show, but I love reading about celebrity gossip. So a lot of times, and when you mix celebrity gossip with conspiracy theory, that's really when it takes off for me. So there are websites like... Alt Celebrity Gossip or ACG. I'll put it in the show notes. And there's another one called Crazy Days and Nights. Alt Celebrity Gossip has these things called blind items. And what they are is they're some gossip with no name attached to it. And people have to figure out the name. And basically the best guest celebrity of who could be is added to the blind item. So you get a little bit of gossip. You get a little bit of puzzle. And a lot of times you get the answer to the puzzle. So let me read one of these to you. How this goes. This is a blind item just from August 2nd. This recent A-list singer is just numb at this point. She's going through the motions and doing what she is told to do. But you can tell she hates every second of it. She loves the money and the fame, though. She needs professional help, but won't get it. So you read that, and it's like someone from close to her inner circle saying, they don't want to come out and say the person's name. Because then it's not libel if you don't say the person's name. Or maybe they don't want it to be traced back to them or whatever. And then people kind of figure out who it is. That one is supposedly about Billie Eilish. It makes sense. A-list singer. Da-da-da-da. And then we have a lot of these, though, are tied into crime. And a lot of them are tied into sex crimes. Because when I talk about the pedophile elite ruling Hollywood, we're talking about this idea of, like, the Illuminati eating babies and all this stuff. Kind of this farciful version of this group. There really are pedophiles in Hollywood. Like, when I'm like, oh, trying to take down the pedophiles in Hollywood, we're talking about, like, this umbrella group that supposedly you can't even book an ad for Maybelline unless you take a bite of a baby's toe. That's not true. But there actually are casting agents and directors and producers and stuff like that that are pedophiles, makeup artists, 100%. There are pedophile bankers. There are pedophile people who work at the steel mill. There are just pedophiles everywhere, unfortunately. But, so when I talk about that, that's what I mean. I'm talking about this ridiculous conspiracy theory that every single facet of Hollywood, all of it, is controlled by the pedophiles. 
But a lot of these blind items, because it is a very enclosed industry, do involve sex crimes. Here's a blind item that just popped up the other day. This A-list dual-threat actor who was in a new superhero movie and does the streaming thing on a hit show knows this foreign-born underage actress has been groomed her whole life and wants everyone to know he has tried to stop it, but he is not her actual parent and doesn't have that much he can do. And so people are looking at this, they're like, A-minus, do let threat actor, superhero movie, da, da, da. They have deciphered this. Now, I'm not saying these blind items are true, even the Billie Eilish one. But this is what this blind item is saying. The actor is David Harbour from Stranger Things. And the young woman he's trying to help out is Millie Bobby Brown, who is his co-star on Stranger Things. And you read stuff like that, and you go, if this is true, and I'm not saying it is true, but if this is true, what a good guy, Right. What a good guy. He's just sitting there. He goes in. He gets a job on Stranger Things. Again, conspiracy cap fully. I'm not saying it's true, but he goes in. He gets a job. He's just doing his thing, and he sees something horrible happening in the background. He's trying to help. He's trying to help. He's trying to help. But at the end of the day, he only has so much power. So that's a great... I don't, I'm not, Again, I'm not saying that's true, but that's a great... Seg- and if that is true, he's a good guy. And there are a lot of good people out there who do... You don't have to work at a movie set to, to do the right thing and to try to help people out. But... That's a good segue into the story of him. H-I-M-M-M. Him. Was this codename used by someone who was constantly calling out Hollywood pedophiles. And it could be anyone in the industry. It could be high-level producers. It could just be people walking down the street. You're like, hey, look, that's a pedophile. He was constantly calling these people out on the blind items. And he basically developed a bit of a cult. Like, I remember... When you're reading a blind items and you saw one from him, you knew it was going to be like this guy was going to be dropping some truth bombs about what's going on in Hollywood. And and I got to say, stop this too. Robert Downey Jr.'s publicist, because this really became huge back in 2012 and it actually got big again during the whole Wayfair scandal. It, this this meme came out that Robert Downey Jr. is him. Robert Downey Jr. is the person posting under the pseudonym of him, and he's calling out pedophiles left and right. He's saying, listen, don't work with this guy. This guy's super gross. And again, he would write it as a blind item, wouldn't give a name, but people could easily guess the name. His publicist, Robert Downey Jr.'s publicist, came forward and said, he is not him. This is not Robert Downey Jr.'s doing. And and we're looking at legal options to take down websites that say that Robert Downey Jr. is him. Now, so I'm not saying Robert Downey Jr. is him. We are simply looking at the story. Personal see, so here's the thing. You're like, Jason, why would someone why would a publicist come forward and say, My client is not fighting pedophilia? Well, <laughs> I can't really think of a good reason why. I, I can't really think of a good reason. But anyways, the publicist said it's not Robert Downey Jr. Quit spreading these lies. But Robert Downey, this was the conspiracy theory. Robert Downey Jr. was him. Was the guy who was putting this stuff out there. Why do you think it's Robert Downey Jr.? People, like, that's such a weird thing to connect to. Well, Robert Downey Jr. had been in the industry a long time, and what we know of him, they said that they got addicted to drugs, they almost completely nuked their career, but got sober and got everything back together. That's Robert Downey Jr.'s story. Also, sometimes he would, there would be blind items that other people would submit about Robert Downey Jr. Or they'd say, Robert Downey Jr. secretly loves to cross-dress. And then, like, some time would pass, and him would post a blind item about something, something else, and then in the middle of it, it would say, I don't like to cross-dress, but I do look good in pumps. 
And people go, that's why did he add that in there? What, what, what? And people, go, oh, because he was saying that other blind item earlier wasn't true. And then I remember, I remember when this list came out, I thought it was really interesting. Him, the him account said, listen, everyone talks about all the bad people in Hollywood because those are the easiest ones to remember. He goes, think about all the creepy teachers that you had in school. You remember them right away. Now try to remember all the good teachers. There's just too many of them. Like, you do have one or two creepy teachers, hopefully not more. But when you think of all the good to great teachers, they just, you, you can't list them all. So he goes, I'm going to take some time and I'm going to list all the good people in Hollywood. All the good guys. We're going to list right here. And almost every name on this list could be tied to Robert Downey Jr. in one way or the other. This I remember reading this list online and I thought, well, that's interesting. Because we saw that connection right there. So I wanted to share some of these names for you. It, you're like, Jason, are you going to read a list of names again? Yes, but these are the names of good people in Hollywood, according to him. Really, really interesting. Because some of you guys may go, oh, I like that guy. Or some more curious, some of you people may go, I hate that person, but he's a good guy. And you could go, Jason, it's just a list on the internet. This holds no weight whatsoever. If we accept, let's put on a conspiracy caps, because the him account, whoever it was, I don't I don't believe they're selective. I haven't found them lately, was calling out pedophilia in Hollywood. And again, not like this super secret elite group that was devouring babies and frazzle drip videos and all that stuff. These are just people that you have a chance of working with in the industry. Stay away from these people. Putting their job on the line, their career on the line by calling these people out in very real terms. Again, this wasn't this Illuminati-level conspiracy theory. This was like, this makeup artist, you may come across this makeup artist if you're a young person or you have a kid that's in the industry. Stay away from them. So he was really calling them out. Allegations, just allegations. So it may have some weight when he says you're the good people. And he goes, not all these people are per None of these people are perfect, he basically says. None of these people are perfect. A lot of them have warts and flaws, but they're a lot better than the sickos out there. Way better. These are great people. John Hughes, famous 80s director John Hughes. Neil Patrick Harris. John Hamm. Guy Ritchie. Tommy Lee Jones. These are all stand-up people in Hollywood. Everyone that him had come across. And possibly even people who helped him fight this war against pedophiles. <laughs> Part. I don't know if that's true, but it sounds good. Uh, Drew Barrymore, right? She's dope. Steve Martin. You're like, Jason, you're just reading the list. Hold on. It's a good list. Rachel McAdams. Uh, Brad Pitt. He seems like a dope dude, right? You would see that guy like beating up pedophiles, carving, carving a pedophile symbol into someone's head. John Favreau. This was what I. This was where I was like, hmm. People are going to be very conflicted by this. I thought half of my listeners are going to be conflicted by this name, who's listed as one of the good people in Hollywood, one of the not just good, one of the great people in Hollywood, great human being working in this industry. Amber Heard. And then I thought, oh, this name's going to this name's going to confuse the other half of my audience. Johnny Depp. Both of those are people that. The him account says they're actually really, really good people. Not perfect, but they're good people. And they currently have a lot of stuff going on between the two of them and their divorce. Jerry Bruckheimer. So I do think that pretty much does split the audience 50-50. What side you take? Probably 30-30. And the other 30% goes, I don't know who either of those people are. And if I did, I wouldn't care. Jerry Bruckheimer. Molly Ringwald. Again, very close associate to Robert Downey Jr. Tom Hanks is on this list. Tom Hanks. So who do you trust? Him, 
Do you trust this anonymous source on the internet or that other anonymous source on the internet? Come on, guys. Miranda Cosgrove. iCarly. Out of all of these people, I mean, what great company. You're with Guy Ritchie and Steve Martin and Tom Hanks and Miranda Cosgrove and Robert Downey Jr. Pre co-presented an award at like the Teen Choice Awards with Miranda Cosgrove, so it wouldn't make sense they had met each other. Seth MacFarlane. And this list is old. This is before he was calling out like Kevin Spacey on Family Guy and he was calling out Harvey Weinstein and stuff like that. So that, that's another thing that legitimized this list for me was that this list was way before that. Seth MacFarlane stood up on stage and called Harvey Weinstein a sexual predator. In, in not so many words. He had to make it a joke. and But he was calling these people out too. Um, Elton John and Kate Beckinsale round out the list. Actually, no, they don't round out the list. The last name he gives, and this is the one where he's like, even this dude, even this dude. And he's a close personal friend of Robert Downey Jr. And they have both helped each other out at their lowest moments. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, for all of his faults, for all of his faults, for his alcoholism and his anti-Semitism, him is saying at his core, he's a good person. He's a good person at his core. Very, very interesting list of people who may actually be fighting the good fight. Not against the Illuminati, but against the... In the, and again, I'm adding this. He did not say that they're fighting this fight, but I want to imagine, and I do believe there are good people in Hollywood, including people like David Harbour, if that blind item is true. There are good people in Hollywood fighting this. It's not this monolithic, satanic, Illuminati, pedophile cult. But there are people in Hollywood who are sick, and there are people in every single industry who are sick. There are probably people at your workplace who are sick, and I'm not saying sick like they need to get help, I'm saying sick like they're perverts, and they want to hurt children. And it's up to the good people to not work with them, to, if they can, expose them. Because sometimes that's obviously like what we want to do in the movies. You stand up on your desk and you go, you're a pedophile, and you're a pedophile. You, you're not a pedophile, but you, you are the biggest pedophile of all. And people are like, what? Don't do that. Don't. <laughs> Don't do that unless you have evidence. But you know what I mean? Like, you want to take these people down. You want to expose them. And you want to make the world a better place. You you really want to make your workplace a better place. You want to make the industry a better place. And in the end, maybe the world a better place. I think it's an interesting story because really, at the end of it, it's all a conspiracy theory. And rumors, some of them are proven in court. Like Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein. But a lot of them are just allegations, and hush money is given to families, and actresses and actors are just moved to different roles, and or they just grin and bear it for a bit longer so they can move up themselves in the industry. It's a fact. Hollywood is such an insular group; it's really hard to break into. And once you're in it, some people will do anything to stay in it, but a lot of people will keep their mouths shut to stay in it. They see all this horrible stuff happening with people far more powerful than they are, and they just keep their mouth shut. And that's not the way to go through life. It can be very dangerous to do physically. It can be very dangerous career-wise. So you might not be able to fight it head-on, but fight it how you can. Fight it how you can. Because you can't let the perverts run the world. Because if we do, then someday we will have a all pervert controlled government. We will have every branch of government across the planet controlled by these sickos. If we don't stand up now, 
Who's to say that all of these dreams and fantasies and horrific ideas of this one-world satanic pedophile elite won't come to pass? I don't think it exists now. But if we don't do anything to stop it, I'm talking legally. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not telling people to load up their rifles and run through the street, but we're not doing anything to stop it now. That is the future we could be looking at. So is him Robert Downey Jr.? Who knows? But if him is telling the truth, he's the real superhero. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be our email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash deadrabbitradio. TikTok is at deadrabbitradio. Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys.